Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Paul Douglas minus Jordana Green, although she's always here. I hear her voice in my head. And um, thank you for reaching out and asking how she's doing. She's at the Mayo Clinic. She's undergoing some heavy-duty chemo to knock out any traces of cancer in her bloodstream. She's scheduled for a bone marrow transplant next Thursday. And, um, you know, tough procedure for anybody. But she's uh, she's brave, she's tough, and she's going to get through this. But thank you for uh, for supporting her over the past year and a half. It's um, It's been a gong show. It's been hard. And... When there's any news, when we know anything, we'll we'll certainly pass that along. DJ, are you stressed more than usual? Do you feel Do you feel the stress that so many Americans are feeling right now? I, I yeah, I think I do have more stress in my life, but personally, I I think it's because of you know I think it's because I'm working and got two toddlers at home, and it's and my wife is in school. You know, it's if you think about the arc of your life from, you know, kid to student to parent and career and everything. You know, I, I've heard people say these are the most stressful years on the home front with two little toddlers and trying to get careers going and yep. stuff like that. So I, I think I am, but I think for us, it's more of that than the happenings of the world at this point. I think there was a season when COVID was number one, but now... Not that it's over, but I guess we've learned to live with it and, you know, have kind of focused on other things for the most part. Am I the source of any of your stress? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I thought yeah, so. Yeah. Just checking. Kind of um, proud of that, actually. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. nearly as much as Jordana. Well, you know, she's high maintenance. I mean, I don't have to tell you that. but <laughs> She might be listening. No, I'm She kidding. might be streaming this on the Odyssey <laughs> sure app right is. now. I'm I gonna, hope she is, I'll hear about actually. <laughs> Kick you in the butt. How about you? Do you feel like you're more stressed than you have been throughout the years? I think so. I mean, I'm coming up with new coping skills, and all of us have to figure out how to navigate the stress, right? What works for me may not work for you. If I can have a couple of hours every evening just to watch some favorite shows on television or a basketball game or, you know, watch the Twins, listen to the Twins on the radio, I I need and I look forward to that time in the evening. To kind of recharge Mm -hmm. and to power down. If I don't have that, I get grouchy. I get ornery. The reason 
The reason I'm asking is that we may be at peak stress. According to the American Psychological Association, Americans are stressed, and that stress could be at record-setting levels. No kidding. A study released by the APA, the American Psychological Association, shows that current events, um, inflation, the rising cost of everything, gas, groceries, you name it, as well as the Russian invasion of Ukraine, have Americans stressed at levels not seen in years. In fact, the stress levels are higher than any year since 2007 when the American Psychological Association started measuring stress levels across the nation. So that doesn't surprise me. Coming out of the pandemic, we were stressed. Some of us were numb. And then you had Ukraine and and now inflation and the markets tanking and who knows about housing. Is that bubble going to burst? Is it a bubble? Is it sustainable? I don't know. I think what I'm most stressed about is polarization in this country. And there's a lot to be stressed about. You may think different and you have the freedom to think different. But the fact that Democrats and Republicans are on such different tracks. They have such different visions of what America should be and will be. And yet, I think a majority of Americans are somewhere in the middle. And I just, you know, I'm somewhere in the middle. And I feel like I've lost control of the narrative. And that, um, I don't know, be nice to have some other options. And I'm also stressed... I'd say number two on my list is Ukraine. And right now, Ukraine is fighting back. They're, they're gaining back territory. Uh, we are arming, helping to arm Ukraine in the battle with Russia. I worry about a miscalculation. I worry about something going off the rails and the war spreading. And some would say I'm paranoid, but if you're not just a little bit paranoid, you're not paying attention. Yeah. Uh, because it is the biggest land battle since World War II, what's happening in Ukraine right now. Wouldn't take much for that to blow up. So if you want to share what, what is number one on your stress level, stressometer, text us. Just curious, get a gauge. What are you stressed about? What is at the top of your list? Maybe it's daycare. Maybe it's college loans. Maybe, who knows? Caring for Aging Parents, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. Then I think, all right, I got problems. No, I have no problems compared to the people in Ukraine and what they are doing. When we come back, we'll talk to one nurse who spent time in Ukraine. Tally McClary joins us next on CCO. Paul Douglas along with DJ on a Friday. Hope your Friday is going well, and thank you for spending some time with us today. The U.S. Senate approved a $40 billion emergency aid package for Ukraine, and the bill is being flown to South Korea, where President Joe Biden will sign it during his first trip to Asia. Weird that they would physically fly the bill. I mean, they don't they don't have fax machines. <laughs> In the White House, they can't scan it and send it. I guess it has to. It's weird. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. But whatever. Uh, look, we're helping NATO 
is helping uh, the European European Union is helping in a big way. And uh, it's all about boots on the ground, though, right? It, it's it's not just the people who are fighting on the front line. It's about the food, the logistics, the armor, and the doctors and nurses who have spent time in Ukraine trying to help where they can. Rick McClary is a loyal CCO listener. He's joined us a couple of times bragging, and he should be bragging, about his daughter, Tally, who uh, spent time nursing in Ukraine. Now Tally is back, and I'll bet she has some stories to tell. Tally McClary joining us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Hey, Tally. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. So how long were you over there? I was there for four weeks through uh, kind of the beginning of March to the beginning of April. Wow. And I, where were you in Ukraine? So I was in um, kind of a central part of Ukraine. Um, can't give the city name, but um, I was at a, uh, we had, we set up field hospitals. And so we had set up a field hospital for mostly urgent care type of um, issues. Um, and so mostly what we did is take care of urgent care needs um, and people from Ukraine that were displaced, like leaving, you know, the eastern side and things like that to come to more safer spots. And so then they would come to us for their um, urgent care needs. Tally, were, were you tending battlefield injuries or was it more the local population urgent care for the people that lived in that city? Um, it was, we had some some wounds from like shrapnel and things, um, you know, things falling on people when their city was bombed. Um, but and the, but it was like old wounds, like, you know, to be like a week old or something, because then they had fled their area, uh, Kharkiv and all those places they had fled. And so then when they came to us, we were helping them with um, some, you know, older wounds. And then we had um, people directly impacted by the war um, in other ways. And then we had a lot of displaced Ukrainians, so they're not from the area. They had come to the area for safety. And so uh, that was the majority of our patients were patients that had come there from other areas of Ukraine that were under attack or under siege, and then they would come for safety. And then that's, that is the majority of the patients that we saw. Tally, how did you get over there? How did you make the decision, and why did you make the decision to go? Well, um, I work for Samaritan's Purse and their disaster assistance response team. And so um, we go wherever the need is. Sorry. <laughs> I'm at work. So oh. the helicopter. Um, so we, uh, we go wherever the need is. Um, and so that can be natural disasters, uh, war-torn areas, um, outbreaks of whatever kind. And so they just send us wherever they need us. And um, I just felt compelled from the moment I started seeing things happening um, in Ukraine. And so when I got the call pretty quick uh, after, you know, the um, the event started, um, I, I just immediately said, yes, I'll go. So, um, well, of course I'll go. Yeah. I, I'm in awe of the people who put their lives on hold here in the United States and have rushed 
to Ukraine. So kudos to you and and the other doctors and nurses with Samaritan's Purse. Um, I'm I'm curious. I'm sure in your mind's eye, you had maybe some ideas of what you would encounter. I'm curious, how did the reality on the ground differ, or did it differ, from what you imagined you would see? Um, yeah, initially when they call us to go, you really don't know what you're walking into. You're just Your answer is just, yes, I'll go. And so um, I'm an ER nurse, and so I was kind of anticipating, you know, the ER scene. Um, so, and we do have a full, a full ER, ICU, OR er, over there as well. But then uh, we went to a different area of the country that had a different need, which was more urgent care. So, so that was different right off the bat, and um, it was good because we had time to actually talk to the people and get to know them and really, you know, pour into their lives as opposed to just treating injury after injury. Um, so that was really great. And I think the thing that struck me is um, they're just like living their lives. Um, there's educated people, there's people that are in university, there's people that are, you know, just doing their jobs, raising families, and just literally left um, their homes and fled. And so it was just really striking that, I mean, this just could be anybody. I guess I just was like so, such a weird thing. I've been to other places and other situations, and you sometimes can't relate as much, but you could just look at them and just think, wow, they're just living their life and it's just disrupted. And so um, that was probably the most shocking thing was just, just getting to know them as just people that are just um, in a, in a trauma right now in a conflict and a trauma. And that was hard to hard to wrap my brain around a lot of it. I don't blame you. The people of Ukraine, I've been very impressed. I mean, they, they're, you know, they're not waffling. And, and I realize many people, especially women and children, did in fact flee uh, to Poland and Romania and other countries within the NATO bloc. But Correct. a lot of people, I'm struck by the number of people who are staying and trying to have a normal life, if that's possible, in a war zone. And how stoic they are and their sense of resolve that they're going to push the invaders back, which which has to be complicated for Ukraine because many of them have relatives in Russia. And it's just this well, weird correct. dynamic, right? Yes, correct. They're, they're family. I mean, some of them have a Russian parent and a Ukrainian parent or, you oh. know, relatives. And so that was that was hard. It was hard on them, hard for them um, to talk about. Uh, we had a lot of the, our interpreters were people that were displaced. And so um, they were helping us translate, but at the same time, they were also dealing with their own upheaval and trauma. And, um, but I think it was also healing for them too. Just, there's just a, a very um, united front. They're very supportive. There's people opening their homes to strangers, letting them stay. Um, it's, it's, they're just very united and, um, Stoic is a good word, and uh, so that it was, um, was, it was, you know, it's cool to see that. It's cool to see people just band together and um, hold each other up and encourage each other and help each other. So that was, that was really neat to see and be a part of as well. My sense is they want the same things we expect here in the United States and, and much of the West, right? They want 
the right to self-determination. They want to choose their future. They want to choose their representatives. Um, they, they want freedom, right? They want the same kind of freedom that we all want here in the West. And I'm just curious, what was their reaction to you? I mean, do they like Americans? Do they appreciate the support? Uh, what was their reaction uh, as you got to know some of these people a little bit better? They were so appreciative. They, I had many of them just tell us, we can't believe how many people in the world care about us. Like they, they would just say that. They were just um, in awe that people would put their lives on hold or come to a, a, you know, a country that is involved in a war, that they would, um, that they would have people, so many people caring for them and, and wanting to help them. They talked about it a lot. And, um, that that felt pretty neat. You know, we're neutral. We go in neutral. We don't take sides. We take care of needs. And um, hmm. so we just really try to just go in and do the job set before us. But, um, you know, we all want freedom and rights. You know, we all do. So they're no different in that way. They just want to live their lives. And um, so, yeah, it was uh, they were very, very thankful and grateful that there were so many people. I mean, they commented on it a lot about how many people in the world just are caring for them. Well, Telly, I'm in awe. And I have to ask you the question this hour, what's at the top of your list when it comes to stress? I mean, most Americans are stressed out. Is there one thing for you personally that's at the top of your list when it comes to stress? The top of my list for stress um, I probably have different stressors. I feel like maybe the top of my list, list is my body not uh, being as young as I want it to be anymore. So <laughs> yeah. that's probably truly it. It's just like, oh, I just want to go, 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 and do, do, do. And, you know, my, my um, I'm not old, but, you know, it just I just don't have the same. But, yes, yeah, so that stresses me out. And, um, and then I would just say just everything that I see happening in America, I just want unity. I just want... I just want people to just just be unified again and just, you know, talk, not fight, just talk and agree to disagree and embrace differences instead of just always battle over them. So those are probably my top stressors, I guess. Well, you and I share that concern, and uh, I wish you the very best, and I'm in awe of what you just did. Samaritan's Purse, uh, great organization, uh, Tally McClary, thank you for putting your life on the line. I mean, you took considerable risk just being there in a war zone, and I'm sure you helped a lot of people doing God's work. And uh, Tally, thank you for joining us on CCO. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Have a great afternoon. We appreciate you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We also appreciate Mike Max. I want to see what's stressing Maxie out, although maybe he has no stress in his life. And if so, I want what he's having. When we come back on CCO. Ow! Somebody stepped on his foot. Did you know that when they were recording that, somebody stepped on his foot? And that's why he let out that... Ow! Yeah, yeah, I don't believe you. I read it on the internet. No, you didn't. I saw it on a Facebook post. Made that up just now. Uncle Ned sent me that Facebook (laughs) post. I'm pretty sure it's true. Uh, Paul, what's stressing me out? Moving my father-in-law into memory care. He lives far away from Minnesota, no family near him. So we have to travel back and forth to attend to his needs. Trying to navigate the Medicaid application from long distance is very stressful. Another listener says, Paul, stress? 
Stories of murders in St. Paul, Robbinsdale, and Orono. In each situation, authorities say there's no immediate threat to the public. That's like saying 100 deaths from COVID today and there's no immediate threat to the public. Seems we've put the epidemic of gun violence behind us, just as we have the pandemic. Mike Max joining us, and uh, it gives me great pleasure to ambush him sure. with, a, with a question. And yeah. Maxie, you're always quick on your feet, and I love it when you talk about stuff other than sports. Yeah, I don't know anything about things other than sports, but well, that you know, join the rest of the yeah. join the rest of us. What's at the top? Are you stressed about anything? And and be honest, what's number one? What are you my most life, stressed man. about today? My life. In what? You got a good life. I do have a good life. I just don't get enough sleep. Um, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah. No, we're at that phase where we got, you know, kids that are teenagers and just lots of stuff to worry about and jobs. But, you know, I went out today. Um, I took the walk, as I oftentimes do. And I visited, um, not necessarily intentionally, because I was just out walking, with uh, some of our homeless folks. And um, they always, always uplift me. And it, I didn't start doing this till a couple of years ago. This is because of the, the George Floyd stuff and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'd walk by and occasionally give them a dollar if they asked for one. But um, uh, I started to visit with some of these folks. And generally speaking, I'm not trying to stereotype, but with many of them, uh, they, they, they're intelligent. Um, they watch a lot of TV. Um, they watch the news frequently. Uh, and there's generally something just missing, you know, where, where, where there's, there's something in their mental capacity or something that they, they don't deal with right that uh, they, they can't 
live independently and, and hold down a job, etc. But I have some of the best conversations, or or to be quite honest, some of them alcohol is in the way. You know, they they can't right. kick the uh, the alcohol part of it. But uh, I talked to my man Prentice today. I talked to Noreen today. Uh, they were out, and we just visited about things and. Um, and they always bring me up because they've got a, a lot of them have a joy and a spirit about them. And I say, if they can do that with, you know, not, nothing material in their lives, um, may, maybe I should be a little bit more grateful or at least uh, at least choose to have a better attitude. But they, I, I'm telling you, I've had more good conversations with um folks from the homeless delegation and they'll tell me what's going on in downtown Minneapolis. They'll say over here, they got fights yesterday and this, you know, there, there are things that concern them too. And, and they share that with me and we have, uh, uh, interesting conversations. Maxie, I'm, I'm genuinely impressed and amazed that you engage. I think a lot, no, I think a lot of people would walk right by well, and, and you, say, I, I'm why, scared, I'm scared yeah. of crime, and I'm not going to engage. Something yeah. could go wrong. Why don't, do you do that? Don't be, don't be impressed because I was that same person for most years that I worked down here. And then I, I tell you what happened to me during the George Floyd riots and being out there was I didn't see a mob anymore of people. I saw each individual with a different story because everybody that came up to me would have a different story. And you'd realize this isn't just groups of people. Uh, they're not all the same. You can't paint them all the same brush. Everyone's got a different story as to what they believe in, their convictions, uh, w- w- what they think needs to change. Some of them are down and out. Some of them are not. They're doing quite well, but they just, uh, in that case, they were protesting something. And that changed my life forever. And and um, uh, and the homeless, you know, there's so many homeless down here in, on, on Nicollet Mall that we see on a regular basis. Um, but uh, they, you, you, I began to realize um, they're by the grace of God, you know, because I don't know how they grew up. I, I don't know what it was in their life that, that they ended up where they ended up. But I also have... You know, I, I can't take credit for how I end up where I ended up either. I just I happen to come from a stable home with great parents, etc., and good, great brothers, etc., and a great town of Gaylord. Uh, but I didn't choose any of that. I just got lucky, and so yeah. I, I can't judge this. Um, the more I get to know them, because I go that there by the grace of God goes me. I, I don't know how they all ended up here, and, and certainly you, you try to encourage them to make some different choices or to get employment and stuff like that. But um, their hearts, man. A lot of those guys, their hearts are big, you know. And and yeah. and, and they and I've seen homeless people give to other homeless people, which I find to be compelling too. Where they they'll, you know they share their sandwich or whatever. And these are all things that I've just literally I've just discovered in the last couple of years. I, I give you a lot of credit. Do you have any thoughts, ideas? What 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 can we do to help? I don't think that we can. And and, and I say this. Um, I don't say this with a sense of hopelessness. I'm saying that the more I get to know this group of people, the more I realize um, that because I used to think it was as simple as get them a job, go to work every day, get a paycheck, right? right, and, right. and once you do that, you know, uh, contribute to society, do what we all have to do to get there. But but I, I think there's something missing in most of them, and I think you try to rehab as best you can when it's a chemical dependency problem. Right. Uh, but I see a lot of them where it, it, you will be – Hard to explain, but you'll be carrying on a conversation with that seems normal, and all of a sudden they'll drift into another area, and you're going, "Well, where did that come from?" And you realize, well, they're really not employable because you know they can't stay focused on, or there's something missing. I remember one guy I met, and we're sitting out there uh, last year having the best conversation. He's talking about how he finally got his own apartment. 
Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, isn't that great? And he goes, oh, he says, I just hate it. I said, what do you mean you hate it? He says, I just, I hate it. I'm in this closed-in space now, and, uh, and, and I don't do well in closed-in spaces. I need to be in wide-open spaces, and I just feel like, I feel like I'm so confided in, in this apartment. And I thought this would have been the greatest joy in his life. And he's like, no, no, I feel much better when I'm out here, you know? Wow. And you go, well, that's not the way it's supposed to be. And he's going, yeah, I know, but I, I just, I hate it. I hate being in there. There's no noise. There's, it's really quiet. There's nobody out in, in my apartment. Huh. And you're going, I, that'd be the opposite of what I would think. Maxie, thank you for sharing that, and thank you for reaching out. Um, I think all oh, of us— Oh, don't, don't say—like I said, well, this, isn't, uh, this is just— But you came around. I stumbled upon you it. You came yeah. around. You evolved as a human being, and you made the effort and, uh, you know, an attempt to love your neighbor. And so <laughs> I admire anybody who really genuinely tries to love their neighbors. So kudos. Um but I, I would also invite other people to do the same. I mean, it's yeah. it's not as threatening as you think. It's not as, you know, especially in the daylight when you're out there walking. And a lot of these people, I mean, uh, one night I, I was walking back from the uh, Timberwolves game. There was a guy literally in the alley sitting there with a brown paper bag. And he yelled my name out. And I walked over there. And he said, uh, he said to me, yeah, watch on the news. He said, hey, don't don't tell Frank this, but I got a little crush on Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> get in line, buddy. Yeah, get in line. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Maxie, thank you. When we come back, I want to ask you about Royce Lewis and get yeah. your uh, get your real opinion about that demotion um, when we come back on CCO. I have no recollection. Boom, boom. Ah, Paul and uh, Mike Max, and I'm still unpacking everything you said, Maxie. Thank you for sharing what you well, did I, last I like segment. to encourage people to go out and, and extend themselves yeah. into the community because I had to do it. I had to be I nudged out. I wasn't that. I, I'd walked by it, like I said. There's, uh, I, I have no excuses. It's awful on my part that it took me this long to figure that out. But, you know, you said Denver getting hit with snow. Yep. David and I might have to throw the old skis. I skied in uh, Colorado no, don't last do that. month. That's catnip for In April. Don't encourage him. Yeah. A Basin's still open. They got a. A Basin. Uh, so is Winter Park. 60-inch 60, 60 base. Not that I was looking today or anything. Mary Jane's open through Saturday at least. Oh, okay. Okay. And I skied April out in Colorado, and it was icy but fun. Because there are very few skiers. Wait, Mary Jane. Are we still talking skiing here? We're still talking skiing. Oh, okay. Winter Park and Mary Jane. Mary Jane, they're, they're kind of the same uh, mountain scope, but uh, yeah, they, they split it. I don't know why they call one Mary Jane and one one uh, Winter Park. But uh, Mary Jane, I thought, given Colorado's reputation, probably goes way back to when they were smoking pot, right? Because Mary Jane's <laughs> the code word, right? Yep, it sure is. And they said, uh, what, what I read. told is no. That's not why it's called Mary Jane. There was a Mary Jane? There was a Mary Jane who was very popular as they built the roads and highways oh. through the mountains. Oh, okay. Let's leave it at that. Okay. Popular. Yep. Popular. Got it. Great personality. Yep. Uh, tell me about Royce Lewis, your opinion. Uh, a fair amount of chatter among Twins fans about why that happened. Yeah, he had a home run last night, too. Yeah. Play. I, I, I'm not that concerned about it. Royce Lewis is going to be just fine. He's going to be a good baseball player. I think that uh, had he not played well, you'd be more concerned. Uh, but he played well. You know what you got from him. He's got his confidence, major league confidence now. Uh, there's lots of reasons why you do that. There's lots of options on different people, etc. Royce is going to get his chance. Now you, you send him back there, and I think part of it is they recognize you know, their intent, given the way they've played so far, rightly so, to try to win a division title. And Royce Lewis can be a piece of that. So maybe you send it back to St. Paul and let him play some other positions besides shortstop. Hmm. Uh, because you've got Correa at short. 
And he's a great shortstop. Yeah. So so maybe you give him some time at third base, second base, center field, some of those things where you know you might have to be able to plug him in at the major league level. And number two, just a couple little, these are details and nuances, uh, defensively, you know, how hard he pushes off his back foot, getting more zip on the ball to first base. I, I think part of the reason that they send him back, and I know that this sounds strange to people or counterintuitive, uh, is because they like him so much. And, and they want him to play every day and, and just hone a couple of different things, and they're afforded the luxury hmm. of not having to have him on the big league team right now, the big league roster. So I'm not concerned at all about the fact that they set Royce Lewis down. I think he becomes a better product because of this, and I think that ultimately this year the Twins will have a better major league team because of it. Okay. I knew you'd have an opinion, and it, it makes perfect sense to me. Hey, uh, Twins playing the Royals, pregame 630, first pitch 710 right here on your Twin Station, News Talk 830 WCCO. Maxi, about 40 seconds, what, what are you tracking? Uh, Gopher women's softball team is playing the NCAA tournament. They're scoreless with Texas A&M. Tiger Woods is on the fringe of losing out in the PGA. He's at five over right oh, now. Four over really? uh, is the cut. So we'll, we'll keep you updated on that. The Vikings just got done with their um, uh, their first OTAs. And tonight at 10 o'clock, we get a, a special piece on a superintendent of schools. Uh, used to be at uh, Minneapolis now, and she discovered she has stage five uh, kidney disease and how some of her past teachers that she mentored are coming to her aid. It's amazing how people step up. Yeah. Thank you, Maxie. We'll be watching. Thanks, Paul. Have a good weekend. You too. What are you stressed about? 651-461-9226. What's at the top of your list? We'll share some of your ideas next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.